0: So for some reason, when it comes to the Dal Koyse, people start asking, they look at wine lists, and they, and they want to know, should I purchase the Mavushal wine for Dal Koyzah? Mavushal, red, white. And the truth is, this Shiloh is really found in hilcha Shabbos. Hilchas Kiddush, Friday night. The question is, what should a person use for wine so the so the shulchan Arach tells us that the Chathilo person should use red wine because the pasuk says yayin edam, that wine is considered that red is the beauty of, of wine and therefore a person should use red wine for kiddush however there are Shittos in the rishonim that paskin and this is brought down in the halacha as well that if the white wine is a better quality or if a person specifically prefers to use the white wine many people like the moscato type of wines So then there's no problem. You can make kiddish on the white wine as well. And that's the that's the uh custom in Klyasol, people will make kiddish on whatever they prefer. White wine versus red wine, whichever one is better, whichever one they prefer, that's the uh wine they will use. So the same thing should theoretically apply to Da'al Khoisis, Whichever wine you like better, that's the preferred wine to use for your Da'al Koysois. However, there is one other Indian brought down when it comes to Da'al Koysois that is not found by Hilcha Shabbos. That Da'al Koysois, there's an Indian, there's a concept of trying to have some type of a zecher ladam, that we should use red wine because that is a zecher, that that is remembering of the dam which was red in Mitzrayim and therefore there will be an inion of Zeichel adam. However, this is only an inion and therefore if a person has a good white wine that they prefer to use for the Da'al Koytsois, no problem, they're allowed to use it. However, some of the contemporary poiskim bring down Eitsois, some types of advice to be able to be yoitso all the shita, so you use a good white wine and you have it red. How do you have it red? So the typical way would be put a little grape juice in it. The preferred way of doing it would have the white wine being added to the red grape juice as opposed to the other way. The other way is zdoimet, similar to tsevea, to dying, even though halachically there is no such thing as tsevea boychlin, and therefore the mysa one could do it either way. It's definitely preferable to add the white wine to the red one or to add the white wine to the grape juice. So this is an Indian. If someone could do it, could do this. It's great if someone is, a, uh, is finicky about their wine, and they don't want no grape juice in their wine. So don't do it. It's only an Indian of Zeichel It is not necessary. Some of the parties can discuss adding f- fruit color to make it red. So OK, these things uh, are hard, hard to say, difficult to say that one is really gaining much. But if it floats your boat, you can't say it's wrong, as long as it still tastes like wine. So then it's wine, and you could be uh, a, your Kiddush, you, you, you could be it's your Dal Kaisers on that. How about the, the concept of grape juice versus wine? So, halachli, if you look throughout uh, halacha, there's many times where we do consider grape juice to be wine, or perhaps we don't. The primary example is making Kiddush Friday night. So the Gemara tells us, <speaking in Hebrew> A person's allowed to squeeze you know, grapes right before Shabbos, and you make Kiddush on that. So grape juice is, def- one is definitely Yaitzah, Kiddush with grape juice. So that's how we posken. However, Rav Moshe Feinstein has a shita that based on the Agadah to in the end of P'sachem that there's a concept of Yidei that when a person wants to uh, be yoyed to Dal Khoises Dal koses is, has a need beyond your typical wine or grape juice for your Kiddush for a Khoisho Bracha there's another concept there and that element is called Cherus of Simcha and you need to have uh, a certain joy with the Dahlkaisers, and it must contain alcohol. That is the opinion of Rav Feinstein, and we mentioned yesterday that if you want you want to be loyal to this opinion, it is not too difficult. All you need to drink, actually, is 1.6 ounces of wine over four different times, and you can even water it down a little bit, so you could probably have one ounce of alcoholic wine every, uh, every hour or so. Not too difficult, but that is the opinion of Rav Feinstein. I just want to point out that Kemat, all the Poiskim, in print, argue on Rav Moshe Feinstein, and they say that we never are machalic between wine and grape juice. One is definitely yoytz with grape juice for the Dal Kaisles. They say Rav Schwab was yotz; He used to drink grape juice, the briskerov, the Stipler. Many of them used to use grape juice. So the truth is, I always had a question. It always bothered me. Why would they use grape juice if they could use wine? Isn't wine, at least, you could argue, according to Rav Moshe, that wine is better? So Rabelsky said the following tarot. He said he was once sitting by someone's home over Halomoid, you know, Halomoid success, and the person is uh, you know, opens a bottle of wine, starts pouring a glass, and he he holds it in his hand and he's shaking and he makes this bracha border and he holds his nose and he uh, chugs down the cup of wine. So Rabelski said I asked him what are you doing? So the fellow responded, I'm trying to be Yeltsin Simcha siyantif. So Arbelski said he definitely were not Yeltsin Simcha siyantif. Forcing yourself to drink wine is, is no such Simcha. So if you look in the Sharad the Sharad discusses if wine bothers a person. And he's discussing, can I use, you know, orange juice versus wine? But let's say wine would bother a person. It's very difficult to argue that, oh, you need to use wine because it's derecheres. If you don't like wine, that's not derecheres. So therefore, many of the good did not use wine. They, they didn't, didn't enjoy the alcohol or it could be they got sick from it and they use grape juice. So that's the halacha. Halacha is of a person, if you drink wine the whole year, so of course you should be drinking wine, dollar crisis. Avada. But let's say a person never drinks wine. They can't. They don't like it. They can't handle the alcohol. It gets them dizzy. get gets them sick. They're allergic to alcohol. Halacha is you can use grape juice. If you're in between and you're not sure, so there's an, another uh, Indian brought down in the contemporary place, again, add a little bit of wine to your grape juice so it's alcoholic, but it's not such a strong alcoholic wine. And that's the creation of all these Concord cows, Matuk cows. So, if if you want to be Yotza, you know, Rav Moshe Feinstein's opinion as well, you might as well have, have some alcohol, but there's no Indian of using uh, there's no need sorry, there's no need to use alcohol if a person if it's going to bother a person. One could argue that many of these Matuk cows or Concord cows are People don't, don't really enjoy it at all. People would rather drink grape juice, so then you would have Rabelski's opinion that you should use the grape juice because you'll have more cheiros by using the grape juice than using the matuk which you're not going to enjoy. You're not going to appreciate it. How could you call that cheiros? How could you call that simcha? Okay, so that's regarding grape juice versus wine. Well, let's say a person cannot even drink grape juice, so then they'd be stuck using chamarmedina Medina uh, if a person's diabetic and they really, really cannot drink any of these grape juice uh, or grape products. They can't drink apple juice as well. So there are very few things that we, we would consider Khamar Medina that are sugar-free. So one thing that comes to mind would be a cold brew coffee that perhaps one could consider that a Hamar Medina. You look at the prices of it today, it is considered a hush of a drink. So if a person is a chayla and they cannot drink the wine for the al so perhaps they would drink... A cold brew coffee, maybe tea, a fancy tea would, be also, would also be considered shtia, but it would have to be iced. If it's hot tea, you're not going to be able to drink it in the uh, required time. Okay, so that's regarding grape juice versus wine and other types of drinks. Let's go back to wine. So in the discussion of wine, people ask, should I get mavushal or non-mavushal? So which one's better? So let's look at Hilchah Shabbos. It has nothing to do with alcohol. It's Hilchah Shabbos. Hilchah's Kiddush. So there's a toysvist in Baba Basra, Davt Tzadizayim, which brings down an opinion found in the Rishonim. This is also brought in Shulchan Aruch as a yesh That yayin mevushol, you make a shahakalan. The yayin is so inferior to wine. Once you cook it, who would cook wine? You cook wine. Now the truth is, when you cook alcohol, the alcohol will evaporate at 170 degrees if you're distilling something if you're making brandy you would capture that alcohol and have a brandy drink from it but if you're not capturing the alcohol the alcohol burns out so it makes sense that yaim Mavushal ruins the taste of wine and therefore some rishonim Hal you should make a shahakal. so that's first of all perhaps we should be Chayshish concerned for those opinions that wine that is cooked is no longer a baripirag often so you shouldn't use it for dollar crisis that's number one another thing is that if you if you look in halacha, there are other reasons why yain mivushal is not on the same level. It's not fit to be. It's not royal like for the yain asachim. So therefore, it's brought on in shochan aruch that a person should not use You should not use yain mivushal for kiddush. The question is, our wine isn't really cooked. No one's taking wine and putting it in a pot on the fire and cooking the wine, and now, okay, now let's sell it for $25 a bottle. That's not what's happening. What's happening is the, the wine is being pasteurized. It's being flash pasteurized up, you know, about 160 degrees or such for a few seconds, and then it's called pasteurized, and that's how they sell the wine. So the question is, is that really called yayin mavusha? So, there are two sides of the coin, and I'm going to be making on both of them, so hold on. One side of the coin is, nah, it's not Ya'in mavushal. That is not really what Chazal meant when they said Ya'in mavushal, and therefore it's not called Ya'in mavushal. So if you buy mavushal wine, you're allowed to use it Lechatchila, for Dal Kaisos. There's no difference when it comes to kiddish Da'al Kaisos. There's no difference between the mavushal wine that was pasteurized and the non mavushal wine, which was not pasteurized. But then you're going to ask me, hold on a second, if I bought a Mavushal wine and I'm not considering it Mavushal, then I'm gonna have other problems. First of all, maybe I'm not allowed to drink it. It's not Mavushel. And it was processed by non-Jews. We'll assume that for now. And it wasn't Mavushal. So wouldn't be wouldn't it be a problem of Magayayan that the Nachri touched my wine? Additionally, even if you even if this company only has yidn working there, I'm I'm gonna treat it as I always treat it as Mavoshol. I let my my staff in my house, who are non-Jews, they'll touch it, they'll drink from it. So is it Mavushal or is it not Mavushal? So I want to say the following Chiddush. This is found in the Halacha, and I think it's Roy Lismay Chalav. When it comes to Mavushal wine, when we go to, a, go to a wine store and we're looking at the bottles, and the bottle says Mavoshol, that means it was pasteurized. Now, the question is, does that work? Does that work, let's say, a nachri would, I'm, I'm drinking the wine with a nachri, or maybe that's a different, different example. But let's say a nachri touched my wine. Or I go to a, a, a wedding, and the guy are pouring wine that's mavushal. Is that fine? I mean, I, I give hashkoch on restaurants. Yeah, sure. As long as the wine is mavushal, we have no problem. You can have a bartender, no problem. Hold on a second. They didn't cook it on a pot of fire. They pasteurized it. Is that called Mavushal to be considered not a problem of stamyenum? So this is a longer discussion. I just want to give some highlights. So some, some of the parties can say no. The only reason why Yain Mavushal, wine, is not a problem of Stamienam is because it wasn't, it's not the derech to cook wine. Once you cook it, it's already no longer part of the xera. And therefore, chazar weren't geyser when it's not the derech to cook wine. That's not cold wine. So there's no problem of chasnas. However, Zotar Abba Yashiv, he says since it's, it's typical to pasteurize wine, then it is the derech. And since it's the derech, it's part of the gzera of staminam. Uh, that's one ha'ara. Another ha'ara is that if you look, the Mavushal process was supposed to ruin the taste, as we mentioned. Once you start cooking up wine, the alcohol is going to evaporate at 170 degrees. So the cooking process is going to ruin the wine. So, Shlomo Zaman Orbach says that. Here, the pasteurization is not ruining the taste of the wine. So how could you be makele and say, oh, then now it's called Yaimavashal. So the truth is, in both of these ha'aros, you could argue that, first of all, it is not necessarily true that it's typical to pasteurize wine. If you would go throughout uh, in, in, in the regions where they make ro- wine, especially in French wine, they're not t- pasteurizing their wine. They're not touching it. They handle the, all the grapes with care. They have no interest in pasteurizing wine. Who pasteurizes wine? The cheap Producers who, they just want to have quality control. They want to burn up, you know, kill some of the bacteria. They're the ones that are pasteurizing wine. Or Jews, the ones that are making wine for Jews, they have no choice. They have nachrim in, the, in the in the process. Or they're selling it to markets where Jews are going to buy it and bring it home. That's the only people that are pasteurizing wine. It's not the derech. That's first of all. Second of all, to tell me that it ruins the taste, I don't know. One could argue it doesn't necessarily ruin the taste. Most people cannot taste the difference between pasteurized wine, and non-pasteurized wine. Maybe the wine connoisseurs who are spending the money could taste the difference, but we go by what typical people, uh, you know, what they could taste. And I think most people wouldn't even know the difference between a $20 bottle and a $50 bottle. Forget about pasteurized versus not pasteurized, Mavusha, non So these two arguments, one could just even at- attack just from, from that angle. However, what, what we are relying on in America and the place can that right? mavushal, on the pasteurized one is a moisture Financing. A moisture Financing went with the Rush. The Rush said that the reason why there's no gzera on Yain Mavushal of Stam is because it wasn't the darach to cook the wine. So therefore, Moshe says, anytime it's considered cooked, api halacha, which means the wine got above Yatzile at this point, let's assume it means 160 degrees, once the wine was cooked, so then there's no gzera on it. Now, don't tell me, well, now it's normal, who cares? Chazal aren't here today. They're not, adding new things as long as it's considered cooked it wasn't part of the original kazera we don't add to it and therefore the OU and many of the hashgachas rely on their faith and anytime it's called pasteurized it's called mavushal when uh, I mean, it's called pasteurized so it has a din of mavushal and therefore there's no problem with thamine however one could argue the flip side of the coin is like this that when it comes to making kiddish or Dollar crisis when I say I cannot use Movushel wine, that's because Movushel it tastes so bad or it's it's not even nobody would do it. So I'm ruining the warrant by doing it. But today, first of all it's not really cooked on a pot, it's only halachically considered cooked, but it doesn't ruin the taste. Second of all, it's somewhat the derech, People are, are people do pasteurize it, so you can't say nobody would ever do it. So therefore, one could argue, and this is my opinion, that as long as it's only been pasteurized, you could you could use it for dal Kois, Likakhila. There'll be no Indian of using non-mavushal wine. And you could rely on Mosha that since this is halachically considered classified as mavushal, there's no gzeira of stamenim on it. and there there will be no problem if a would touch it. Once it says Mavushal on the bottle, we consider that outside the Gezerah of Staminum. And you can rely that it's called Mavushal. That's Mavushal wine. Okay, Shkoyach.